give me a real example here. Everything you're saying is like, it's very slow and markety. Like, tell me about a listing on your platform. What's its address? What city? And how are you going to go get a person in Radford to book the Radford office space a mile from campus? You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Devin Davies, the founder and CEO of The Office Exchange. After graduation from Radford University in 2012, he began with an internship at Thomson Reuters, and then he began working full-time for CGI Federal in 2012 as a software developer. Now he's building The Office Exchange, which is effectively Airbnb for commercial real estate. Devin, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. So first off, how do you get access to the commercial real estate? Are you buying it? Are you leasing it? How do you do that? So that's a great question. You know, the way in which we're able to get access to the various different spaces in the CRE realm is, you know, working with, you know, folks that are uh, looking to offload some of that space. You know, times are changing in the way in which we leverage space. And to be able to get to those individuals, you have to understand where they are currently at. And there's been a delta in the way in which we work, right? In the way in which, you know, folks are moving to hybrid types of models. And by proxy of, you know, reaching out to them either, you know, directly or, you know, them finding us eventually on the platform, we're able to close that gap to show folks that, you know, there is a future in how we're able to leverage CRE. So, so Kevin, just to be clear, how many, where do you have office space today? Is it just in Radford? So the office space is actually across uh, the nation. So the, the platform is basically a conduit to be able to close the loop on the future of the workforce. Okay. And how many, how many individual offices do you have currently on the platform and what's the total uh, square footage? Oh, great question. So we've got about 50 to 100 different listings on the platform currently, and we're growing. Literally, uh, just before uh, jumping on this podcast, I was having a, a discussion with another uh, person within the CRE realm that's looking to onboard their spaces to the platform. And the goal is to really be able to uh, bring the CRE space into the future and be able to close the loop on the future of the workforce. And again, uh, for, for CRE. Yeah, Devin, the vision makes sense. I think my audience gets that. What I'm trying to figure out here is why you're going to be the one that wins that. That's what I'm trying to dig here, right? So Breather tried this, didn't go so well. It was basically an aqua hire when they sold. What are you going to do differently? Oh, that's a great question. A great question. So simplicity, right? Simplicity is number one on the platform. Okay, but Devin, what does that mean? I use Breather personally as a customer, probably spent over $30,000 booking stuff. It was very easy to use. There was no problem with simplicity in my opinion. Right. Well, you know... Going to the office exchange is like leveraging how you would book an Airbnb. It's about how you would go about, uh, you know, easily getting Uber Eats or anything of that nature. It's it can literally take less than ten minutes to obtain that space. You no, know, Devin, I, I know that, that Breather did this though. Like they were they were simple. I could do it under ten minutes. It didn't right. it didn't work. It didn't work. Right. They they flashed sold. It was a great kind. It didn't work. So what are you doing differently? 
Well, we're also taking it from the perspective of everybody wins. You know, a lot of platforms, there is a cost to be on the platform. To be on the, on the office exchange, there is no cost to be on our platform whatsoever. We take no cost for a host to be on the platform, zero. So to join the platform, you simply are able to create, a, create your credentials. And once your credentials are created, you're able to then be able to leverage it instantaneously. And if hosts don't that, pay you, if hosts don't pay you to be on the platform, how do you make sure when a consumer like me goes on to book space that that host is actually yeah. going to have that space for you? Why wouldn't they go? Why wouldn't it just be whoever, whichever network brings me the the leaser first is who I'm going to give it to. That's a that's a great query as well. So what we do is we provide value to the host. The hosts are just as important as the guests on our platform, right? When you are getting the analytics, the AI, the data to know how to specifically, how to better price your space, how to better connect to your guest and to uh, actually have the marketing handled by the office exchange, by proxy of the office exchange, we're able to close that gap and close that loop. And that's one of the ways in which we differentiate. But pricing, do you have great pricing optimization though? You need a massive data set. I mean, everything you just mentioned are what companies that have scale can do. Airbnb can do pricing optimization because they have the largest data set. They can book you because they have the largest, the most amount of eyes on them. Their app has millions of downloads. You don't have any of this yet. So what's your mousetrap? How are you going to get going? Yeah, so great, great question as well. You know, the, the, the name of the game is being able to uh, execute on exactly the fundamentals of the office exchange. And that's providing work-life balance back to folks. And in a, in a time in which there is so much uh, disruption in this, this realm, by being able to close the loop from a technological standpoint, Devin, sorry, I just I don't know what that I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, can you can you give me real examples here instead of sort of marketing jargon? So, so it's being able to be tactful about how you reach out to the guest, and you actually connect them with the software in and of itself. Being able to actually bring folks onto the platform and provide value to those hosts, be it intrinsic, but over time those analytics and data components will add additional value okay. to those hosts to keep them on the platform. So 50 to, 50 to 100 hosts have signed up today. Um, I think you're correct. getting ready to launch. Correct me if that's wrong, but how, how, do you have anyone that has actually booked time or space in one of those listings yet? So we actually got uh, a few folks that are in the process of going through the uh, booking okay, but nobody and, closed yet. No one has actually paid and then physically sat in the office that you leased them. Correct. Not as of okay. yet. Not as of yet. Like I said, you know, we are still in, uh, you know, soft launch mode and we are launching actually at the end of this month and everything. So, that's like, well, so, that's an obviously very exciting time. So what is your plan to go find the other side of the marketplace? You have a hundred listings. How do you go find people to book? Oh, that's a, that's a great query. You know, we are, we are, focusing on heavily on marketing and we're focusing heavily on being able to obtain the right type of, uh, of folks and companies that are really looking to 
be able to close the gap on Devin, 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 sorry. Give me a real example here. Everything you're saying is like, it's very slow and markety. Like, tell me about a listing on your platform. What's its address? What city? And how are you going to go get a person in Radford to book the Radford office space a mile from campus? So, uh, so essentially going into, so by proxy of the platform, right? If we have a, a, a space that is available, okay? That space will be marketed, okay? It's, it's, it's leverage, we lege- leverage digital marketing on the platform to actually reach out to other individuals to close the gap. So, so Devin, say, sorry, be specific. Can you just name, name one of the listings you have committed? What city is it in? So we're actually, we've moved our headquarters to Birmingham, Alabama from Denver. Mm-hmm. And so we, we've, the company was founded in, in Denver, Colorado. And then we moved the headquarters actually out to uh, Birmingham after our VC backing. And the reason for that was to grow the ability to grow our, our host um, on that side of the marketplace. And then also to be able to uh, actually obtain those guests. So when you look at it from the standpoint of the office exchange will be able to... De- Devin, increase- I'm sorry. My question was just, can you name a location where there's a host that's committed? Is that Denver? There's hosts that are committed in Denver. There's okay. hosts that are in New York. So let's let's use are- Denver. Let's use Denver. Okay, so let's say it's someone near Union yeah. Union Station. You have an office space that's yeah. 10 yeah. foot by 10 foot. How are you going to go market that 10 foot by 10 foot space in Denver? Yeah, that's a great query. So, you know, it's showing that number one, that folks on in the Denver area are looking for a solution that are they're able to fulfill the needs of the space. There there is so much space that is sitting out there that is underutilized and folks are not coming back to the office. So the position and the, and the, and the proposal of the office exchange is to show those individuals and show those folks that we're able to close the gap on that occupancy rate where your space is sitting there empty. Many of you guys have used a tool that requires you to upload a CSV file or spreadsheet, and then you get an error, right? You then have to meticulously find blank rows, delete special characters, it's a pain in the butt. Now, your customers run into the same problem when you ask them to upload data to your SaaS platform. You know, they get frustrated, they don't upload, then you have a ton of empty states in your SaaS UI and the user churns. This is not good. Now, your product is brought to life by this data. You want them to feel this magic as fast as possible. Now, we've tried to solve this at FounderPath by creating downloadable CSV templates and building our own in-house importers, and then copying and pasting a long help article to users via email. It just is not fun work. Nobody gets it. Nobody wants to do that work. This is where Flatfile comes in. Flatfile is the data onboarding platform built to take the acute pain out of importing customer data into your product. The nice thing is enterprises love this because Flatfile is SOC 2 Type 1 and 2 certified, GDR compliant, super easy to use. So no more emailing files back and forth like CSVs, no more copying and pasting help articles that no one reads, just clean data quickly so you can grow your SaaS company. In fact, ClickUp, Bamboo HR, and HubSpot all use Flatfile. It's one reason they're growing so quickly. Check out Flatfile today at nathanlacka.com forward slash Flatfile. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash Flatfile.
So I'm asking you for a specific example. How are you going to close the gap on the office space for the 10 foot by 10 foot space next Union Station in Denver, Colorado? How are you going to fill that space specifically? Yeah, so we're going to go in. We're going to make sure that the the platform is in. Uh, we have the appropriate spaces that are available. Folks are reaching out on a daily basis to actually look for that space. Okay, how are that's what I'm interested in. How are they finding you right now? Great question. So we uh, we have we've run a few uh, just LinkedIn ads, and you know even though the the site and the platform at this this point is obfuscated, we're leveraging kind of uh, a more guerrilla type of marketing strategy to kind of reach out directly to these individuals. So we're sending emails, we're sending, uh, we're working through our network to go- organically reach out to folks to actually bring them on the platform. Okay. We're organically reaching out to folks to bring them, uh, to, to find out guests that are interested in leveraging it. And Got that's it. where we're really finding a lot of, of value until we get to the point where we are we've launched, which will be, of course, at the end of this month. And, and so how do you how do you plan to make money here when you launch? That's a great question. So, you know, we are like I said, we it comes down to simplicity. The the there's once again, there's no there's no cost to be on the platform. And that's a that's a win win situation. For a host to to essentially be able to go on and have no no, Devin, cost. sorry. I, I totally agree with you. I agree with you. Sorry, this is exhausting. I'm just, how do you make money? I agree with you. Zero cost is fantastic. You have 100 hosts on the platform, but like, what, how are you going to make money? So we take a simple 9.5% fee on the guest side of the fence. So when you actually complete a transaction on the platform, it's just a simple 9.5% fee. So uh, once again, no cost to be on the platform. Understood. One situation, but from a guest side and acquisition, from their perspective, uh, it's built into the cost where there's simply a 9.5% service. I got got it. So if I'm booking as a guest that 10 foot by 10 foot space in Denver, Colorado Union Station, and I'm booking it for two hours, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on May 20th, and it's 100 bucks per hour, so I'm paying you 200 bucks, you're going to effectively make uh, 9.5% of 200 is what the platform is going to make. Correct. Correct. Okay. Or so about 20, about 20 bucks there. So, correct. and then the rest will go to the obviously owner of the, of the space. That's correct. That's correct. And do you, now, do you allow people to do hourly or, or can they, is it only half day, full day? So right now it's configured to, you know, be set up for, uh, for currently, um, by the day we have kind of by a day rate and everything, but it can be configured to go down to the hour or it can be configured, you know, on a, uh, you know, monthly uh, basis up to two years. So you can also book a space on the platform from now until December 31st, 2022. And that can be done, uh, you know, for, because that's considered a, a short-term uh, rental. And we do, we would still take that 9.5% fee from that uh, rental of that space on that short, shorter time. Under, understood. Now you raised some money to get this going. You launched in 2020, right. I believe. How much did you raise? Uh, so we've raised just uh, just under a million dollars today. Okay, and was that in 2021? So uh, in 2021, we raised about uh, $140,000 initially from friends and family through our uh, initial pre-seed round. 
and then uh, during our seed round, we've uh, you know raised uh, uh, towards our 1.5 million dollar uh, raise uh, that we're closing here in the next uh, couple months. Okay, sorry. How much have you done deals? How much have you closed to date? 140,000 in 2021 from friends and family and pre-seed. Correct. Correct. Okay, and and you're raising right now another 1.5 million. Uh, correct, but we have to date raised uh, just under a million dollars, so about 950,000. So where is the other 800,000 outside of the friend and family seed round, pre-seed round? Uh, from our uh, venture capitalist uh, uh, firm that we ra- that raised with us. So when did you do that? They participated in the pre-seed round or they did a seed round? Oh, they participated in our seed round, which uh, is still open. Uh, okay. So you, so you have a rolling, so you've opened a seed round, you've closed 800,000 of the seed round. You're raising another 800,000 on the same seed round. That's correct. I see. Correct. And so what most people in the seed round are selling 10 to 20% of the business. Were you sort of in that same range? Uh, that, that's correct. Okay. So if you end up closing 1.5 million, you're basically saying the note you're currently raising on is about a 10 million valuation. Correct. Our, our, our evaluation is a 10 million. Right. Okay. And when you did the 140,000 pre-seed around friends and family, what valuation did you choose to use then? So we chose to use a, a 5 million uh, valuation okay. at that pre-seed prior. Interesting. Yeah. And what requires, why does this model require so much capital to get going? You know, it's, it's about ensuring that the tech is correct with a tech background and our founders being within the work. Uh, Wait, are you, space. you're one of the founders, right? Uh, correct. I'm the okay. uh, founder and CEO. How many founders are there? There are um, about three of us. What do you mean so about? You don't know how many founders you have. What do you mean about three? No, no. There's uh, there's three of us. So okay, okay. There's, I have a I have a, another founder that um, she's uh, taking some time off right now, but Got she's it. still considered one of the founders. But there's the three core founders. There's myself, uh, Devin Davy. There's my CPO, Robin Ong. And there is my CTO, uh, Anthony Griffin. That's great. All right. Well, we're rooting for you guys, especially as you get closer to launch. In the meantime, though, we're out of time. So rapid fire questions here. First one, last book you read. Uh, last book I read, uh, goodness, the, uh, what was it? We can skip it if you don't have one. Um, Trying to think of what it was. All right, we got to move on. If you come back to it, we'll, we'll announce it. Number two yeah, is there a C- is there a CEO you're following or studying? I've all I've always followed uh, uh, Elon Musk and uh, yeah, that's good. Elon. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the platform? Probably my favorite online tool for building a platform. Uh, love, I like I enjoy HubSpot. H- HubSpot. Yes. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I get at least six to seven okay. hours of sleep. And what's your situation? And, uh, Ma- married, single kids? Uh, I, I, have a, I have a partner. Okay. Any kids? Uh, no kids. Not no quite. kids. All right. And how old are you, Devin? I'm 32, about to be 33 here in August. So happy, happy, happy early birthday. Uh, last you. question here. What's something you wish uh, you knew when you were 20? Oh my goodness. Something I wish I knew when I was 20 that, uh, this life goes by really quickly. Enjoy every single minute that you have, take your time and, and pursue your passions. Just pursue your passions. 
and enjoy it. Oh, and Milk and Honey was the last book I read. <laughs> Milk and Honey. There you go. Guys, officeexchange.com launching here shortly, helping renters, business renters, find short-term and long-term office leases around the country. 50 to 100 listings are already on the platform as he prepares to launch. They've raised about 940000 bucks to get going. Most recently, rolling seed around 800 k closed, 1.5 target at a $10 million valuation uh, as they look to continue to scale and launch. Devin, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, Nathan. Really appreciate the time and thank you for having me.